someday I'll be a mother. Someday I'll be a grandmother. Someday I'll be performing with Jack White. When I think of it, it seems like a word in hope of things to come. What's up, everybody? This is Sammy Bananas. We're here talking about Someday, episode number four. Hey, thank you, everybody, who's been giving me feedback about the podcast. I really appreciate it. This is the week, everybody. Someday, the album drops June 15th. It will be everywhere you can stream and download music. Please support. I'm excited for y'all to hear it. Today, we have Kimberly Nicole, a.k.a. Nikki K., from the Smash Underground Classic 21. This one is a really good time. Kim and I caught up before her show recently at Joe's Pub in New York while she was visiting from her home in London. Kim is effortlessly funny. We chop it up about her inspirations, 21-year-olds, of course, and what our parents thought of the track we made together. I hope you enjoy it. How are you doing? I'm great. Nice. Um, Can you hear me in there? Yeah. You know how to use a microphone. That's the nice thing <laughs> about so. talking with singers is they all know how to use microphones. We don't have tons of time, so let's just jump right in. Please introduce yourself. Who are you? My name is Kimberly Nicole. I'm a musician. Excellent. <laughs> if I were going to give a little bit more background on you, I would say you're also a singer, performer. We're at Joe's Pub right now in New York City where you are performing tonight. Yes, correct. You just got off a stint on Broadway. Correct. Part of Rocktopia. Mm-hmm. You have many other accolades <laughs> and are really a fabulous singer and I really encourage everybody to check you out. Thank you. But today we are mostly going to be talking about shit talking <laughs> because that's how our two musical lives intersect. Yes, so, <laughs> is there anything right off the bat that you want to say about shit talking? talking shit? Like, where does this part of you come from? Historically, I come from a family of just a bunch of shit talkers. Like, my dad talks a lot of shit. My grandfathers and even me and my friends is just kind of a part of the culture I've grown up with. We just talk, sit around talking shit. <laughs> it's just nothing. It's just second nature. You know, drinking brown liquor and talking shit. <laughs> That's all there is to it, I uh-huh. guess. Yeah. It's almost a part of you that you don't have to turn on. It's like you right. have to maybe turn it off. Right. I have to be in a mood, actually. Uh-huh. Either I'm talking shit or I'm quiet. Got it. <laughs> There's only one aspect to me. I, it's like, I love to talk shit. But yeah, you know, it doesn't, it just happens. When I'm in a mood on certain stages, you know, the box is easy to talk shit on the box stage. Tell me about the box. That's where I first was introduced to you. Right. I mean, it's just, you know, a place not for the easily offended. It's where all the freaks, geeks, weirdos, and everything in between come to have sanctuary and have fun and do things you'd never tell your mom. And it's just a good time. It's a good show. And I've been with The Box, oh my God, like seven years now. I'm in London. I do The Box in London. So it's fun. It's freedom. An extreme version of it. The first time I went to The Box... One of the burlesque performances involved a naked homeless person throwing, I think, fake feces <laughs> at the audience. I couldn't really tell. <clears throat> no comment. <laughs> Anyways, in your capacity with the box, you kind of are, you are a hostess of sorts. I'm the MC of the show. Right. So I sing and, and introduce the acts. Right. 
I saw you do that and mm-hmm. was just like, I need to do something with you. I need right. to like collaborate in some way and try to just temporarily bottle some portion of yeah. what this is that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I was then reintroduced to that part of you kind of randomly at an Afropunk event yeah. that you also like performed hosted. at and uh-huh. hosted. Mm-hmm. I asked a friend of mine who was involved mm-hmm. in organizing it how to get in touch with you. Right. And mm-hmm. that was like the time when I finally like manned up and was like, <laughs> I'm going to email Kim and see if she would possibly ever consider. And it happened. Look. Yes. And here we are <laughs> today. Um, who are some artists that, is there anybody you're particularly inspired by? Yeah, I'm inspired by like, uh, I mean, it's a, a lot of people. I love Nina, Simone, Tina Turner. I love Sister Rosetta Tharp. Um, who was just inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? So it was Nina Simone. God, I love. I mean, I love Beyonce. I love um, Aretha Franklin. I love a lot of gospel singers. I love The Doors. I love Nirvana, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, it's just I'm inspired by many, many artists. Right. You are from Seattle, born and raised. Yep, but my parents are from Louisiana, so they moved to Seattle in the '70s. So yeah, I mean, I'm inspired by many things. You know, my journey from Seattle, then I moved to Atlanta to go to college, then New York, and now I'm in London. Life inspires me, but musically, I really love gospel. James Brown, love love James Brown. Rock and roll, gospel, blues, soul, those are genres that really inspire me. And like I said, as far as your original music and singing performance, mm-hmm. I highly recommend people check that out. And yes, those please. are definitely touchstones for all of that. Um, so the type of thing that I was trying to do when I contacted you was something that I just refer to as shit talking house records. Mm -hmm. I think there were a couple specific songs that I had in mind that were like, this is the type of thing that I'm trying to do. But had you come in contact to those types of songs? I mean, I've, I mean, I've listened to, I mean, I listen to house music, so I've heard, you know, the, the records with women, you know chat and shit and stuff i hadn't done anything of the sort yet but i have been approached by djs that have said you know they have this idea especially if you understand house music and and, you know the history of that and how iconic and legendary those tracks can be then some people have approached me to it but you were the first person that i actually recorded you know something like that with i didn't know that that's great (laughs) yeah because i remember sending like that early 90s track by sagat called funk that Mm -hmm. (laughs) where the vocalist is just talking about different situations that Mm -hmm. he's in ridiculous situations right you know he's being treated a certain way and he's just fed up right the dirty version is just fuck that but i always found (laughs) found that funk that is just way more funny and appropriate it's one of those situations where like the clean version is better than the dirty version (laughs) so i think between that and like sweet pussy pauline work that pussy Mm -hmm. you know i mean we're clearly not censoring (laughs) ourselves here ridiculous it's insane yeah those records it's like i'm a pretty pg-13 person Uh in general and so, and in terms of my music. Right. And so this was almost like a chance for me <laughs> to step outside of that. Mm-hmm. You agreed to meet with me. Right. At a studio. Yeah, we came straight to the studio. Yeah. So, because I had kind of like a bare bones version of of the groove. Right. Remember, we were just trying to find a subject. I remember we kept messing with the subjects. And then we finally got to the 21 subject. But we kept trying out things and... And it's hard to like be in the booth, like being, 
one of my least favorite things to do is to record in the studio because it's just it feels like I'm trapped in a box and like stage is like space and you, there's depth and people and so there's like an um there's inspiration there's motivation but a box like sitting in a box on a, in a mic it's kind of like I remember us fishing and trying to find find a subject and then we just kind of fell into one <laughs> and for me in terms of remembering trying to give you direction you know, I also had j literally just met you right like we just met for right. the first time and right. I'm like, I'm like, Here, dude, like I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about I, I can't interpret that I'm not at the box be incredibly offensive <laughs> at 1.30 in the afternoon right. inside of this mm. weird cubicle <laughs> that doesn't have any windows and I can't see you right. to like give and there's direction. no liquor right and, and we're not getting <laughs> drunk because it's right. the afternoon right. it's and too early I have to drive back to Harlem <laughs> and I think I was like originally I was like oh this is gonna be a dance track so like maybe just talk about the club right and that sort of like didn't really I mean you definitely I I have the outtakes yeah I think the thing that broke it open was that the 21 yeah so it's the, where 21 came from is like Took a break after the first time of trying to like record it because I was like, this is only really going to work if you just freestyle it. Like we right. can't write it down. You have to just like do it. Yeah. That's the way I thought it was going to really bottle it like I was saying before. Right. And so the engineer at Space Pit at this studio that, that Nick Hook runs, we found out that he had just turned 21. <laughs> That he had, he had just celebrated his 21st birthday. Uh, ew. <laughs> and I was like, okay, why are you here? <laughs> and I was just like, you just like literally dropped so, whatever you were doing and you were like, oh, dragged his ass. get me in the booth right now. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I hate? I hate when I'm fucking at the club and some motherfucker tries to talk to me and he talking about he 21. You 20, what the fuck, what? Weren't you just born? You still got a baby dick, motherfucker. You 21, you were born when, in the late 90s? Should you even be here? Can you even drink? Why are you talking to me? I remember when I was like 20, 21, I didn't understand why people that were like over 25 would not want to be around 21-year-olds. Then when I got over 25, I was like, I get it. Because I was like, I don't fucking want to be around 21. No shade, because I have a lot of people in my life. I call them my little brothers that, and little sisters that are like 21. But I was like, just like, I hate when there's a 21-year-old in the club and he's trying to talk to me. And I'm like, how old are you, motherfucker? You're 21. You live with your mama. You know, it's just like, there's no way you don't live with your mom. <laughs> there's no way, especially living in New York. You're definitely living with your mother. You and know, and I just went off of that. Like, young brother, get the fuck away from me. Uh, can you buy me a drink? And you definitely get an allowance. <laughs> That's What's my your bank account look like? Can you buy me a drink? <laughs> Not at the box. The drink is 25 bucks. <laughs> That's all you got in your pocket to get home. Anyways. So that's how that was birthed. Yeah. Because I'm like, why is he 21? Like, I wasn't 21. We both know as people who are not 21 right. in the music industry <laughs> that youth um, is, you know, commodified in mm -hmm. our industry. Mm -hmm. It's something Very. that people value. I've always thought it's funny that it's really one of the only professions I can think of that as you get older, your kind of stock goes down. Uh -huh. And it's uh -huh. there's kind of nothing you can do about it. You, can, you still obviously can 
show what you got and the depth of that is likely to grow right. your art can grow but the perception mm-hmm. that people have of you changes mm-hmm. absolutely so it's interesting that absolutely this, it's a stigma yeah mm-hmm but I've always felt like I was like, well, she's older. I'm getting, I'm getting better. So I right. was like, but when I was 21, I was shit. That's what I feel like too. <laughs> and if you're really like, like the older you get, the you're wiser. You should be more refined in how you perform and the things you do on stage, producing. You like how the concept of music you learn and grow in more. And I'm, I've always thought, you know, the elders are more of value than the youngsters. The youngsters, I mean, when you're young, you're definitely adding the newness to music and the industry and it's all important every age group is important when it comes to art period because we all still have a voice and have something to say and you can't be a youngster and not know about those that came before you there's like no way that i can be a musician and i love rock music but i don't know shit about tina turner or about buddy guy muddy waters you know like it's, it's just you can't be a musician or artist in any genre of music and not know the motherfuckers that came before you that may be old, way older than you are so i feel like we're all of value whatever age i'm not at the age yet where i'm an elder but you know it's coming it's trying to come for me we're in a weird in-between right stage. it's very in-between we're not we're definitely not brand new right but we're not but like i'm wise. not an old bitch yeah <laughs> yeah yeah one of the few things we do have is mm-hmm. the ability to make fun of younger people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm right at that age where i'm like i ain't 21 no more but bitch i ain't 40 yet <laughs> i'm right in the middle what's up okay with your young ass I don't want to give any more credit to young people for doing <laughs> right. things. Because we love y'all. I love the babies. Although we got to get, I mean, I guess that like with the song, credit is due to the ability of young people to like not know what they're doing and that producing some amazing shit sometimes. Because right. right. you guys, <laughs> you young people, you literally have no idea, but but sometimes that works in your favor like Absolutely. so much. And, that, and, and that's what occasionally i'm like i wish that i didn't know the things that i know right because then i could do something like really bad so bad <laughs> that it's good right and bless them i mean whenever i meet 21 years old i'm like you're 21 you're so young don't say that i'm a man i'm like are you no you're not <laughs> but i'm glad you think that baby live a couple more years get to 25 then let's talk but we uh, love babies. I ain't gonna act like that. I'm not gonna. Speaking gonna of babies, bash. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, my son, we've tainted him before he's reached five. So, I couldn't stop it at going past PG-13 with this song and decided to go all the way to like potentially stepping over a huge boundary as a oh, new parent. Oh, you just went all so, the way there. So I sent you. So what did you think when I sent you the the video? No, I saw the video by accident. You tweeted it. And it was like clip, and I was like, and then you, I, I was like, Sammy, what the fuck? And I was cracking up. I was in London. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And you sent me the whole link. It was, and then I started sending it to all my friends, and everybody thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> so this might be the most literal outing that you are the vocalist on this right. song, because sort of at the last minute, you decided to use an alias. Right. Because I remember, I don't, I didn't remember. Like by the time you were about to release it, I didn't remember exactly what I was saying on it. Then I heard it, I was like, "Oh shit, Kim!" Yeah, and I was, I remember just thinking, 
my dad. My dad is going to fucking hear this. And he's going to have a fucking fit because he hates when I curse. And I'm like, daddy, please get out of here. Anyways, and I would start panicking. I was like, I have to have an alias. I mean, the alias really Nikki K or some shit. And then it came out. And I mean, God bless Spotify and all these streaming services. And one of my friends was like, girl, I was listening to a song. Then my Spotify goes to this one song called 21. And it sounds like you. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like, girl, that's all I gave. Then someone else was like, Kim, are you Nikki K on this 21 song? I'm like, oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> and then that's when, when it... And people were like recognizing my voice. Somebody was like, Kim, you have a clear, distinct voice. I perform at a club where I'm always talking and I talk just like that. Like how I'm talking shit, that's how I talk. Right. That's so like your you banter see, voice in it your is. show. That's, yeah. If you've seen me, you know that's there, there's no way that's not me. So I was like, whatever, the cat's out of the bag. I didn't know they were going to release it like that. I thought it was going to be underground. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. And then I started posting. I was like, hey, parental discretion is advised. If you're easily offended, you should not click on this link. And there's that. It's hilarious. That's though. good. I mean, that's really all the the warning that you need to give on the internet. And as mm-hmm. things on the internet go, like this is um, pretty uh, pretty benign, mm-hmm. unfortunately, <laughs> for everybody right. in the universe. Um <laughs> There are some pretty dark things out there. But, Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, to me, it was it was just like this makes sense. Like this is not the main thread of your musical career, right? That, that's kind of right. how I didn't know this thing about your dad. That's funny right. here, but because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to show it to my parents. I my parents, my dad. Let me just tell let me tell you what my parents thought when I showed a video say? of their grandson like talking, <laughs> swearing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that uh, I think we still haven't fully recovered from that. I mean, traumatized. So it's cool, but um, <laughs> they'll be fine. But aside from that, I mean, my whole name is an alias. People, mm-hmm. there, there's a there's a rich tradition of people in hip hop and DJ culture using aliases and multiple right. aliases in between. Right. I even have a couple other aliases that people don't know about mm-hmm. of stuff that I do. So, you know, it, it's uh, I definitely like appreciated that choice and was like okay that makes sense like right. this is you know it, it, people aren't going to go to a kimberly nicole show and expect you to do 21 i'm not no. and you're not going to do it but and i that, could potentially do 21 at the box so that's right. more of that which shit i mean that. <laughs> that that's an idea uh, should have done that it, it next is. time i go to london we'll have to make that happen because well, the london has heard it too they love that they love the song it's even more <laughs> for them because they kind of get the background of that song more than people in the u.s right the now DJs, like, where's they the really drop? respect high house music right and they're really into it right yeah I guess before I let you go, there's one other thing that I've been asking. So the, the name of the album is called Someday. Mm-hmm. And I've just been asking everybody that I talk to what that word means to them. There's like a first impression that that word brings. Um, I think someday, when I think of it, it seems like the thought of things to come. Like someday I'll be a mother. Someday I'll be a grandmother. Someday I'll be performing with Jack White. <laughs> Jack White, if you're listening, holler. Hint, hint. So someday things seem. It seems when I think of it, it seems like a word in hope of things to come. A belief, like I believe that someday I will. Blah blah blah. That's it. Comes to mind immediately. Nice. Yeah. Great. Pip pip. I'll let you go. I gotta go, honey. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. And here is Twenty One featuring Nikki K. Thank you.
walking at the club and some motherfucker tries to talk to me and he talking about he 21. You 20, the fuck, what? Weren't you just born? You still got a baby dick, motherfucker. You 21, you were born when, in the late 90s? Should you even be here? Can you even drink? Why are you talking to me? Your breath smell like Similac, motherfucker. I'm 21. Bitch, I was 21 10 years ago. 21. I can't even remember being 21, okay? And you're 21. How you get in this fucking club? You got a job? You live with your mama, don't you, motherfucker? You live with... You fucking live with your mom. She makes you breakfast in the morning. You don't even know how to use your dick. You just started fucking a couple days ago, didn't you, motherfucker? You probably sucking dick because you don't know how to use your dick. <laughs> Why are you 21? Motherfuckers. 